Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer, uh, do the best I can, make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give. And I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve. And I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our study on grace and God's plan in how he orchestrated this marvelous um, plan that he and Jesus had put together and the Holy Spirit before the foundation of the earth. And we know that um, then God instituted the earth, the creation of the earth and the angels and all those things um, before he can put in place this age of grace. Because back in the old days, we saw that that grace was for a specific person or uh, Noah found grace, you know, that Abraham. And so it was through this lineage of this family. But remember what God had said to Abraham that through him, that all the, all the earth, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So now God had to create a way by which everyone in the earth can have access now to this grace. That grace that we've been talking about, um, God's un, um, divine nature, his ability to divinely influence the heart and the benefit that it brings to him and to the believer. And so we've studied this whole entire thing. I started way back showing you that everything is done according to the will of God and his timing. And we know that he's now speaking to us in these days 
these last days, the scripture says, through the ages. And he has given us the age of grace so that we can see. We don't know exactly what the length of that, um, but we knew when it started, and it started when Jesus was here because he introduced this new covenant, and this covenant is of the grace. And he he showed us through Abraham's life that you got to obtain all of this by and walking by faith. So we have God's grace, and um, we have to partner with God's grace in order to bring success. And if you look and study Abraham's life, you'll see that uh, grace was upon him, and uh, he extracted stuff from Abimelech when he was leaving Egypt. Um, uh, we know that uh, Isaac and Jacob, all these guys, favor extracted things from people, wealth, um, all kinds of different things were pulled away from them because of grace, because we saw that and understand that uh, the, that uh, grace means divine nature and so what divine influence. So what uh, we are seeing is that the will of mankind, because uh, we know that God has given us this will, so he has a way by which he can influence that will of man just like women influence the will of her husband or a man, or a man influences the will of, we are all capable of it. And so now God is doing it on a mass scale. He has actually created an age whereby everyone can get access to this grace. And I want to introduce you to this God so you can understand why he put this thing in place and how he... Uh, can do everything uh, so that his will will be supersedes all of it uh, uh, that we put in, put in place and plan. Let's take a look at Nehemiah because we need to understand as Christians we need to understand God from this point of view so we can understand when he does things and how he does it. Nehemiah chapter nine verses things: You are the Lord, you alone. You have made heaven the heavens of heavens and all their hosts, the earth and all that is in it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve all of them, and the host of heaven worship you. That is Nehemiah 9, 6. So we're getting a glimpse of who God is. Psalms 33 Verses 6, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. See, I keep telling you guys, the Bible says in Hebrews, that we have to believe that he is God and that he's a rewarder. But it tells us that we have to believe that the heavens were made by him. So everything is made by him. First Psalm says, by the word of the Lord. And God spoke just like you and I have to speak by faith. Once we believe it in our heart, we release those words, it will come to pass because he instituted it. That's how he did it in Genesis when we saw him on the scene. So by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. And by the breath of his mouth, all the hosts. So we know that all the angels were created by a word. God spoke them in and bring them into existence. And um, he begins to talk to us now, and we introduce ourselves, and we've talked about who he is. Jeremiah ten twelve, 
It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom and by his understanding stretch out the heavens. And we read um, Job 38 yesterday when he was asking Job some questions, if you will. Psalms 90 verses 2. Before the mountains were brought forth, or even your hand formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. So God existed out of time until he introduced time when he began to create things to constrain him and to uh, keep him within those boundaries because he's about to deal with, uh, uh, interact with his creations and his love for his mankind that he created. So he limited himself in a sense to the time, but everything is still done according to his time and his will because he is it all, guys. He is it. And so this is what I'm trying to bring to your, to your mind and to your thoughts. For you to begin to meditate that God is, and you know some people call him the source. He's the source of everything. So now, if he's the source of ever the power of everything, he has the ability to control everything and do what he wants to do. Deuteronomy 10, 14, Behold the Lord your God. Uh, um, behold, uh, the, to the Lord your God belongs heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. So that means that every single thing that is on this earth belongs to God Almighty. Uh, Psalms 89, 11, The heavens are yours, the earth also is yours, the world and all it contains, you have founded them. I'm trying to paint this picture for you because we're going to walk into what we are about to talk. And when it comes to, to grace, trust me, so you'll see. Um, Psalms 24, verses 1, The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 4. Behold, all souls are mine, as the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The Son, the soul that, uh, that sin, it shall die. Ecclesiastic 7. And the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. And so God gave you and I our spirit. He gave us that soul. All of it is mine. Genesis 1.30 And to every beast on the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to every thing that creeps on the earth, everything that has breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And that's why I tell people, the original intent was vegetarian, and uh, because it states there in God, in the Word, and we'll see in Revelations when we get there, or whatever, that God says that the lion and the lamb will be laying down together, and whatever, and they're going to revert back to the original intent, which was grass and herbs. And it was so. So God is in control. My purpose of bringing everything to you is to show you that. Everything belongs to God. He was the one that gave us the Spirit. And it says that when He gave us His Spirit, His breath, that Spirit is His breath, and man became a speaking soul. So every single man on woman on this planet 
belongs to my God and my Father. He says, I created both the wicked and the just for my pleasure. And so he is in control of all people, of all animals, of all the entire earth. It belongs to him. The Bible tells us how the lions and everyone, all nature's waiting for him to bring food and to feed them. and So, so he's taking care of his creation. He had made us stewards of it, and we are actually destroying it. And I know that people are talking about rescuing the planet and so forth. We can't because we are destructive creatures outside of God. And because we are bent on destruction, the heart is desperately wicked above all things. All he can give and, and come out of there is destruction because tells us that the enemy, all he knows how to do is steal, kill, and destroy. That's the, the God of this world, the God of, um, uh, of the kingdom of darkness, and that's Lucifer. So we know that all he is capable of doing is destroying things. So if he's over this, it is going to be destroyed because his kids don't know how to do anything. Look at them in their politics, in their kingdom, and you'll see that they can't agree on anything. Look at the kingdom of, of the children of darkness, and you'll see it's a wreck. Everything is being judged. That's why when God translated us from that kingdom into this other kingdom, he enacted an age of grace by which he is now going to use this power of grace to divinely influence the hearts of the wicked kids from the devil to extract from them whatever he wants so that he can give it to his children. Now let's take a look and see how God does this. Proverbs 21, 1. The king's heart is a stream of water in the hands of the Lord. He, the Lord, or God, turns it whether he wills, wherever he wants. And so then when you and I are coming to him, and the partnership that he's trying to have with us, his children, we are in the world, but not of the world. We are in another kingdom, and this kingdom is designed whereby we will be able to extract from those guys in the kingdom of darkness, because that is falling apart. And um, while we are here, God even said, he says, all the silver and gold is mine. So these guys don't own nothing, nothing that is in their kingdom they own, because he says, all of this is mine. I created this, and you guys are just uh, destroying it, but it's mine still. All you folks that are here, all the kings, all the rulers, everyone that is on this planet, you are all belong to me. I gave you life, and the scripture says yeah, that if God takes away the breath, um, everyone will die. And so all of you guys that are spewing out nonsense, my father is in control. And because he's in control, he will use you to give me what I need. All I have to do is ask and he'll do it. Because he says, in my, in my kingdom, he says, you come and you buy homes without money. You come and buy things without money. How do I buy things in the kingdom of God? I purchase things by faith. It's the title deed, the scripture says. So now let's take a look at the king's heart, meaning everyone's heart is like a stream in the hands of God. He turns it wherever he wills to do his bidding. When I got this uh, revelation, 
and I began to teach this within the church, I saw um, people's lives were changed drastically when we were when we became aware of grace and the power of grace and uh, how when we come boldly before the throne of grace. Now, when we come boldly before the throne of grace, that means that you and I have made a mistake in something because we are now extracting God's mercy within that situation. Because if we're living by faith, the Bible says Jesus Christ brought grace here, so it's already here. We're walking by faith. We're operating in it. But, you know, we come out of our faith and we make mistakes and God says run to the throne room because where sin abound grace much more abound he says bring in my mercy he says come boldly before the throne of grace whereby you may obtain mercy mercy you're going to find mercy because we made some errors and then you will have grace to help you in your time of need and we saw I read to you yesterday when Joseph was in prison and God's mercy and his favor gave him uh, uh, access to people around him to give him the things that he needed. And so we are in this age because God wanted all of us to have access now to this grace so that we can get our desired outcome. So let's take a look at some of the scriptures about these things. I want to show you grace in action. Exodus chapter 10, verses 1, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart. Why? Because the king's, the, the man's heart is in God's hand. God can do whatever he wants. And so why did God harden his heart and the heart of his servants? It says he hardened both Pharaoh's heart and the heart of his servants. Why? That I might show these my signs before him. That I can show them who I am. So I can introduce these people to who I am. And so for his will. So God will harden the heart of the sinners in that other kingdom to bring his will. What did he say about you? I will provide all of your need. That is his will. And so you have to understand, he says, I, I do this because I love you. Deuteronomy 2.30. But Shion, the king of Heshbon, would not let us pass by him, for the Lord your God hardened his spirit and made his heart obstinate that he might give him into your hand. The purpose of why God does those things, what is it? I say, tell you that grace, you know, the divine influence upon the heart, God hardens their heart to do whatever, for the benefit of the believer, his children. That's what the Holy Spirit showed me. And so we're seeing scriptures here with grace in action that he might give him into your hands as he is this day. So God's purpose of hardening the children of uh, the, the evil kids' heart, children of darkness, children of disobedience, is for your good. He has something for you. And so Joshua eleven twenty for uh, it was the Lord that, that hardened their heart to meet Israel in the battle in order that he might utterly destroy them, that he might receive no mercy, but that he might destroy them, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And so it is always when you see uh, grace working, hardening their hearts or doing something, it is for your benefit. 
And that's what the Holy Spirit showed me. And so you, for by grace are you saved. All of us, we are saved by grace in our situation. Even when we become born again, and we're going to look at that tomorrow, grace and salvation. But I want to show you guys grace in action right here. And so um, we see that in Lamentations 3.65 says, You will them harden uh, you will give them hardness of heart. Your curse will be on them. Why? Because God wants to extract from them for for you. Because all the gold and the silver and all the money and all the things we need are here. But he says, you seek me first. Talk to me. And I will use grace to extract it from you and for, uh, for you so that you can get it. John chapter 12 verses 40. He has blinded their eyes and has hardened their heart. And so he does that. So for our benefits. Uh, what then? Uh, so we know then, guys, that God hardens people's heart. Why? Because he made all of us. He was the one that gave us the breath of life that gave us that speaking soul. So I gave them over to a stubbornness of heart to walk in their own devices. God is not playing when it comes to his kids. In Romans chapter 9, verses 18. And so here it is to show you guys that the Bible, when the Bible says that the heart of the king is in the hand of God, means that the heart of every single man and woman on this planet, everyone, is in God's hand. For what purpose? Romans 9, 18. So then he may have mercy on whom he desires, and he hardens whom he desires for your benefit. He does it for our benefit, because the children of disobedience have all the stuff. And when we need them, because we are here, and their kingdom is going to be judged. They are going to, you watch what's going on within the kingdom of darkness in this world. It tells us that Babylon will fall in a day. Revelation tells us that these men will, it'll come to a point when they're going to be get, uh, plunging to their death and they will not die because death will walk away from them. So they're going to hit the ground and get up and walk. And uh, because they are about to experience their own punishment, for what they have done. So this kingdom of theirs is being destroyed because God said it will be. This earth of theirs is being destroyed. If you see what's happening, Jesus said, um, rumors of war and war, and, and I, there's an uptick that just happened. Whenever um, Israel is in situation, dire situation, know that there is a changing going on. There's an uptick in the timeline that is before us. Once that thing happened, and these guys don't understand that they think they're doing their bidding, they're doing God's bidding. Every single man on this planet, I don't care who they are. Jesus, when he was before Pilate and all these guys and and uh, uh, the Jewish people, uh, uh, you know, leaders and the religious guys. And he looked at them. He says, I have at my disposal X amount of angels and so forth. And if I choose, I could call them down and we can destroy all of you. 
but this is the will of the Father that I need to go through this. Because it's the will of the Father, I'm going to go through this. And so God didn't intervene because it was the will. Christ died before the foundation of the earth. He knew that this was the process by which he has to fulfill the word of God, which was stated that Jesus Christ died before the foundation of the world. And so you and I, uh, looking at all these things that are happening in there, why is this and that? God's ultimate plan, Jesus says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will is everything. And he put in place a age of grace whereby all of his kids now, because we are here, the age of grace ends when he comes back. So that means he's coming back to take us out of here first, and then he's coming back to judge this thing. The end of the age of grace is finished. We then walk into the age, the millennium age. The end of the age, or the age of grace, is for me and you who are believers in Jesus Christ. He gave it to us as a gift, and God said it. He found this before because he's creating his family. And so every man heart is in the hand of God. Romans 9.18 So then he may have mercy on whom he desires, and he hardens whom he desires. Why? For the Bible tells us the heart of the king is in the hand of God. All souls are mine. I am your spirit, when you die, your spirit who is a part of me returns to me and your soul, the gift that I is you. If you choose not to be a part of my kingdom, you will go where you choose to be and where you choose to be if you choose to be in the dark, in, in the, uh, the kingdom of darkness. God says, I will, uh, 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 I will allow you to do that. And those who come in, to his kingdom, and we do that. And so I want to welcome you guys and tell you to come on in, man, because this walk, when you realize what God has done for us, is marvelous stuff. And so the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. You walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.